gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Lana has the guts. We are entering a new era of Miami Heat basketball. I say finals are bust, no matter what. that, the Dion Waiter there? I'll tell him to shut up. It's fine. I think Bammy's from the face of the team. Jimmy, all the way. Tyler Hero, you're going four for 12. Get out of here. Bryant, Hero, and Duncan all out there at the same time. Who's playing defense in that lineup? King Riles, the godfather. Not the ride. God, the beauty of the culture is because I think it's a real thing. This culture thing, I mean, look, it started with Pat, you know, back in the, in the 90s. Literally, you got any thoughts? Anthony Mason? Isaac Austin. So, Jamal Mashburn. Take your Jamal Mashburn to give you a grand loan. John Cry. Jamal Harper? Curry. Sounds good. Eddie. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 13. Lucky number 13 to the, of the Battered Heat Fans podcast. I am your host, Daniel Ganon. Alongside me, I got three other Battered fans. And uh, let me go around the clock, clockwise. How you doing, Mr. Solano? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, you were guys doing? Off on, you were off on your 3-0 prediction, by the way. I was way off. I was way off. Yeah. You know what? That 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 that's why I love being a Heat fan because I'm still gonna come back with a crazy ass prediction this week, and that's what being a Heat fan is all about. What? Boy, being irrational? No, Mm -hmm. just sniffing the culture. Real sorry. Uh, (laughs) I like it, Chris. How you doing, sir? Well, I'm not. I'm not taking the whole culture by the eight ball, and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, my prediction was a little closer. And I mean, but you know, we, we got, we got a long ways to go this season. So I think, uh, I think, I think with some time, I think we'll be able to kind of figure things out, but we're and good. We're the, the, the final of the battered fans, Mr. Italy jet. How are you doing, sir? Doing great. I got a new setup. Half of it's done. New lighting, new camera, I'm ready to rock and roll. Talk about heat. I was what? Two, I was two off. Was I one off or two off last time? Uh, I believe you said two and one. So you were just you were off by by one. So like you didn't two. predict three. And Solana was the only coach sniffer last week. He went three and zero, oh, which was, yeah. uh, you know, I, I get yeah. it. I get it. We we, we all want to b- believe, but it's okay. Yeah, three it's okay. three and zero. Oh. Doing good. Uh, you know, I thought that they would beat the Suns, and I guess we could start there. Uh, the last two games. They they lost to the Suns in Phoenix. It was the last game of the road trip, and I, it's almost like it's, I don't want to say a trap game, but when you have that last game of a long road trip, it's almost like you're ready to go home, and that's kind of yeah. what it felt like. Uh, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. I, I remember I texted you guys in the third quarter, and I was like, oh, you know what? I, I think because they were down, I want to say double digits, but I was like, you know what? The way the Heat are playing, I think they're going to come back. And then Devin Booker shut me up real quick. Took control, and I mean, it was a snooze fest after that. Uh, any thoughts on that first game over there in Phoenix, that last game of the West Coast road trip? We won the fourth so, quarter. <laughs> <laughs> we did by three points, but, we, but yeah. we still lost by 16. We did. We did. Unfortunately, we did lose the first three quarters by a hell of a lot more than we won the fourth quarter. So it doesn't work in our favor, but yeah. hey, you gotta take you gotta take the moral victories where you can. Kevin Love had a fantastic game, and uh, and Bam Adebayo had a good game as well. Other than that, it was a complete stinker. Well, the thing is, 
Kevin Love had a good game, yes. But Kevin Love, uh, Duncan, and Hero all on the court at the same time is a disaster defensively. And because it's a disaster defensively, you have to play a zone. And when you play a zone, there's a zone breaker, and that's jump shooting. And the Phoenix Suns can hit shots. And Mm -hmm. that's what happened. They were hitting their shots, but you couldn't get out of the zone because your defense is shit. Because Kevin Love, Tyler Hero, and Duncan can't defend together for their lives. And uh, it it was unfortunate. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on the Phoenix Suns game before we go over to Italy? Well, I mean, looking at Kevin Love, like he went five for he went five for six from the free throw line. So I, he played more aggressively in this la in the, in this in this game against uh, against Phoenix. And considering that he only played twenty minutes that game, I mean, he had a point per minute, you know. Whereas you have, uh, and look at Adebayo, he got a minus sixteen. Oof, was the highest scorer in the whole team. And he got minus 16 rated. Jesus. It was a well, rough game. Uh, Italy, your boy, Tyler Hero, 4 for 17 that game. Any thoughts on the Phoenix Suns game? Look, I love Tyler Hero, but, man, some, he's one of those players that you really like, one, but he can frustrate the hell out of you also. One for seven from three? Mm-hmm. I mean, I it, it is frustrating, but the Suns – that's why they're they're a good team. When they're all consistently together, they can make yeah. you pay. They can be a good think, team because they're shit. Hold right on, now. but but <laughs> they expose the heat real quick. Kevin Love, I've been saying it all year. He's going to be a consistent good player. He's going when he gets his opportunities. He's gonna he's gonna get out there and be consistent for me. I've I've hey yeah. Solana baby, we're spreading the love right. So love for me is is a great out, out of Bayou lead it there those two have been consistent so far like in the last yeah. four or five games anyway but overall yeah we we won the fourth quarter but man they were taking it to us and especially with yeah. with hero the way it is it's just been uh i mean a lot of these players are hot and cold i mean me and solana chris daniel we all been talking about it. these players are going to be hot and cold sometimes and we're going to very important games and it just didn't show up tonight uh, and well, Solana, look, you look like you, you, Solana, you look like you got something brewing under you, like about about this game, or or is it just like, you know, we took the loss at Phoenix, let's just keep it moving. I don't know, man. I guess I'm, I'm feeling a little bit attacked here. Uh, I don't know <laughs> I, with the with all the with all the you know, well, the these three guys can't play defense together. Hey, we get it, man. We you know we we get it. Maybe uh, we get a little little cocky yeah. heat, man, a little hyped up, but. Hey, sometimes no. reality sits in, and, and, and hey, hey, like Danny said, it last game of a road trip, long road trip, West Coast trip. Yeah. Hey, it's it, it's a game that unfortunately you you want you would have probably rather played the Jazz on the end of the trip instead of at the beginning. Yes. Unfortunately, you got the Thunder, and and and, and Grayson Allen just went off. What are you yeah. gonna do, man? But yeah. I, uh, I but I'm I'm feeling a little attacked by you, Chris. Man, just letting you know. <laughs> uh, I, I have a question for you. Um, they had was it a five game road trip? Yeah, it was a five game road trip. Yes, they ended up going two and three. Would you say that's a successful road trip? I uh, think for a ro- yeah, I think for a road trip, it's a successful road trip, especially when you're playing the Warriors, the Lakers, <laughs> the Clippers. Like, I mean, you weren't playing like you know yeah, teams you, that are just gonna lay down yeah. on you. Like, yeah, I mean. Honestly, you were the playing Clippers, superstars. 
Yeah, but you were yeah. playing superstars on a on a on a consistently night overnight yes. basis. So like yeah. one night, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get jazz aside, you know, jazz aside. But the rest of that road trip, one night you had Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, uh, and you know the the monsters that like like you guys yeah. Like call them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you had LeBron James another night who you know he could go crazy, you know, and you also have Anthony but he Davis. Didn't. He yeah, didn't. he didn't. And you have Anthony Davis, and then on the Suns you had Bradley get Beal into that and Devin Booker. So you know you're 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 facing you know all these guys, and the Heat are missing one key player, and we're yeah. we're probably going to talk about it a little bit later, and yeah. that key player would be the one to cover one of those star players. So. I, f- I feel Absolutely. like that Clippers game, because it's a West Coast road trip, I figured three and two would be success. Two and three, to me, is not a success. Uh, I, I think the Suns have been ass all year. The Warriors haven't been great all year. I mean, the Lakers haven't been great all year. The Clippers are the only team that right now is really hot on that trip. I I, I, I was right. disappointed that they went three and two. And, but two and three, they're still, I mean, they're still five games over 500, and we'll get into that yeah. first home game after the road trip against the Rockets. The Rockets, I want to say they have top three defense, top five defense in the league. And even yeah. with that, the heat ball movement that night was impeccable. And I think yeah. the biggest standout there was the fact that Kyle Lowry went down. What was that in the second quarter? Was it, it was the second, went down? third quarter, right? Something like that. I think it was the second quarter. It might've been the third. I think it was the second quarter. He had one assist all game. They managed to get over 30 assists that game. When yeah. the only point guard, on your team gets one assist, but you still manage to get 30 assists in the game. That is beautiful ball movement against one of the best defenses in the league. To me, that that's one of the best things I've seen all, all year by this team. And I, I think that that win was a huge win and a great get back after that, uh, that loss to the Suns. Uh, let me start off with Chris. Chris, what do you think about that beat that win against the Rockets? Well, I think I think there's there's two things that stood out to me in that game. One is you start to see that dimension with Duncan Robinson where you start to see that he was distributing a lot better because defenses are actually starting to sort of game plan for mm-hmm. him, you know? Um and Bam Adebayo just had a hell of a game. I mean, he had a triple double that game. So you had mostly all of your key cogs sort of rolling in that game and especially after losing on the road i think it was a really good win to bounce back with i think that would be a great get mike uh what what are your thoughts on the rockets game uh solana i mean i I put it out there on social media it was the best game i've ever been to in my entire life uh i took my two and a half yeah yeah. let us know about that yeah go ahead yeah man i took my two and a half year old son and my wife to the game it was fantastic uh, he was a little scared with the fire at the beginning, but it was kind of funny. And hey, man, he yeah. was yelling "Let's go Heat" the whole game and defense. Awesome. So he was into it. Uh, he asked me to go back. Uh, you know, we left a little bit early because he wanted to go. You know, he's like, "Hey, Papa, I want to yeah, go to so. la casa." It's late for him, but um, but we he 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 asked me to listen to the game on the way home. He's like, Ooh, "En la radio, nice. la, en la radio." So hey. If he's telling me that he's he's a you know he's already bleeding heat culture and that's that's all I could ask for. So and about the game, hey man, I mean the fact that Jeff Green is still in an NBA uniform, wow, bro. I didn't even know. I mean I didn't even know it was him. 
Is he look? He looks like one eighth of what he used to look like before. He's like completely balding. I don't know, bro. I don't know what's going on with him. But no, no. Jeff Jeff Green is still a ball. I would love to Jeff Green on any team. Jeff Green yes. is underrated. He's he's a great. Fred piece. Van Vliet. Oof. Fred Van Vliet. That <laughs> oh, guy Fred is Van a baller. Oh my god! Every time that guy pulled up, I was like, "It's going in. Yeah. It's going in." And my son uh, would just go every time. <laughs> she was mad funny. It, Italy. Thoughts on the Rockets win? Big win. It was a big win, but it was a tough game. This was back and forth. Very tough game. Van Fleet came out 32 points. They double team Robinson. Like, yes, it was. So he, it so was he had seven it was, assists. It was. It was crazy on how how much that they've been game. Like people, teams are starting to game plan more and more against Hero and Robinson. I feel like each and every Absolutely. time, you know, Hero had 28 points. Bam out of Baya, 22 points. But it was a hard-fought game without Jimmy and Caleb. It, it just came down to the end, and I'm glad we picked up that win, and then we move on. But overall, it was a tough game. Van Fleet, I, I, I wish he was a Heat guy. I want him on the Heat. He's one of my favorite players in the NBA, all NBA, and I would love to get him. I love it. Well, we're not getting him. He's a max player. But, well, uh, and I, I want to mention something off of what, what Italy Jet just said about how they were double teaming Duncan Robinson and how people are strategizing against him and Tyler Hero. You know, one of the things about Tyler Hero is that he's good with the ball driving in and shooting. But what other teams don't expect out of Duncan Robinson is for him to be good off the dribble and attacking. And so when you have a player who you're his not game is evolving to, for that, yeah. Yes. But that's zone play. You, zone play yes. too, yeah. And that's but that's where you really start to see how how like Danny just mentioned how his game has evolved completely and so now you're getting such a great look at a player who you've seen grow from bring, from being one dimensional to now getting a seven assist game and still contributing pretty well with points right solana absolutely i'll tell you this man duncan is my boy and remember remember how i told you guys how I listen to the away teams broadcast. So yeah. almost every single away team that you know that I've listened to their broadcast has mentioned this about Duncan since maybe like the second or third game this season that he's evolved his game. That he's yeah. not only a person who's going to stand in the corner now he's going to drive, and when he drives, he can either take it in and get the foul and the bucket, or he can find the open shooter. So yes. he's become he's become that three-dimensional guy on offense that you kind of wish, you know, you had. And if you kind of look at the contract situation between him, Hero, and all that, he's kind of a little friendly now, isn't it? Yes. Yes. yes he is. Yeah. Good business. Good business. Uh, Pat, and go ahead. Doing it again. Oh. I'm saying, Pat, doing it again, man. Well, Kyle Lowry. Um, well, Kyle Lowry went down. <laughs> And then we had uh, the game against OKC. Now, the game against OKC, OKC is obviously one of the best teams in the league. It's one of the healthiest teams in the league, I believe. So yeah. that has made a huge difference. And uh, they're 25 and 11. I, I felt like that game that he started off strong. I felt like they almost came in with like that underdog mentality that first half. But once the, as Solana calls it, the third quarter, comes around they had that uh that that big run and then the heat made a comeback then okc 
went ahead and went on another run. I want to say it was like a 13-0 run. And then Jaime and Bam went on a 10-0 run all on their own to cut it to, I think it was six. Yeah. And then it was downhill again. Boom. Even though we there was a chance there, boom. but Tyler Hero took a funky shot. And I guess I'll, I'll, before yeah. we get into that Tyler Hero shot, uh, Italy, what did you think about that game against the Thunder? It was, I mean, if there wasn't a halftime, just like Spo, Spo said in his press conference, they were gaining a lot of momentum. Then right when halftime they go in third quarter, it was like Holmgren and Alexander just took over. 23, 28 yeah. points. It was the defense was not that was not that great for us. Bam, Bam finally woke up. Hero finally woke up. And I like what Jovic brought. Jovic brought great stuff to um in the fourth quarter. Well, it's I'm, just I'm glad you bring him up, huh? But but overall it it came down to the end. I'm not really mad though. I, I thought we kept up with a good team, but they're a great team. They're second in their conference. So I'm I'm not like pissed, but it was it was a hard fought game. They're they're one of only four teams that are top ten in offensive and defensive efficiency. The other the other ones are I want to say Boston, the Clippers, and maybe Denver. I think those are the four teams, all title contenders. And for the, if you guys weren't paying attention, the OKC Thunder just beat the Portland Trail Blazers tonight yes. by sixty by sixty two points. Right, I, I did see that. Yeah, I just so, I just uh, saw that. Yeah, OKC is legit, and Chet Holmgren might win Rookie of the Year. I mean, Jaime is playing great, and I want him to be in consideration, but but Chet might might be getting that. Solana, what did you think about that OKC game? Look, man, I mean, you, you said it right there. Chet Holmgren showed up to play, but so did so did Triple J. Triple J did not, you know, stay behind. He had 21 points. He was taking it to the hole. He was hitting, you know, the occasional three. So three for five in that conversation, three. yeah, and in that conversation, I think in the let's talk about rookie of the year. I think Triple J, you know, kept in there with Holmgren and Wemby. So hey, like I said. Triple J is, uh, you know, a turned ankle or, you know, something away from, you know, possibly <laughs> moving in there. And and, it, and if he continues, he can, he, you know, he's going to do it. So in terms of the game, look, it was a high scoring game, no defense, but 60% shooting for the Thunder, 60% shooting. Yeah, I mean, absolutely unheard of. That. Not, that's what I'm saying. You yeah, can't, never. You, you exactly. can't beat that. So it's very tough to, to beat that. Um, but uh, you know, I, I thought they had a chance there when they got to within eight, and I was like, "Whoa!" And then, as soon as they, you know, Oklahoma, you know, went on that run, it was it was downhill. But I thought they got overall great, great, you know, uh, contribution. Every absolutely from right, everybody, right. you know, as, just the defense is just lacking, and you know, you're, you're starting you're starting to miss Caleb Martin, who's one of your defensive standouts, and and Jimmy Butler, who I'm mentioning again, who you know is the anchor of your team. And probably your best defensive player. Uh, I think this game. I think one of the main focuses in this game was Tyler Hero, good and bad. Right. A lot of people point to the poor shot, shot selection at the end, where he passed up a, a good shot. Then he kind of did like a weird leaner, trying to draw a foul, didn't get the call, and missed the shot. Right. But I think the the standout here was the Heat. In all reality, have Kyle Lowry as their point guard, and there is no backup point guard. Yeah, and Tyler Hero came in and yeah. filled that role, and I think he did it admirably. I think he did a good job. I think he did. He's like, okay, I'm a playmaker today. 
I'm going to dribble into the paint, and then I'm going to dish. I think he did a good job, and it's even more dangerous than Cal Lowry because everybody knows Cal Lowry is looking to pass before he shoots. But Tyler right. Hero, you have to defend the shot. You have to yeah. be prepared to to, right. to defend the, the midi because he'll take it to the paint, and yeah. he'll, he'll have a lob yep. to bam, and he'll have a, a lob to bam open, and Chet Holgren could back up to defend the lob if it's Kyle Lowry. If it's Tyler Hero, he can't do that because Tyler Hero just pull up and take the jumper. Right. So I think Tyler Hero as a point guard might not be the best option maybe, but I think what I saw from him from OKC as far as playmaking, maybe it's a reliable option until Kyle Lowry comes back or maybe even moving forward because a topic here in a couple minutes, it's kind of when Jimmy and everybody's healthy, somebody's going to lose minutes and we got to figure that out also. But uh, uh, I'll start with uh, you, Solana. What do you think about Tyler Hero running the point? I'm not too much of a fan of Tyler Hero running the point, but I, I think really overall, Spo runs a, more of a, a positionless offense. So I think everybody really has a chance to run the point. As you can see, everybody kind of brings the ball up the court at all different times of the game. George does it. Bam does it. Duncan does it. So everybody is kind of playing point guard at one point of the game. Um, but I thought you did mention something interesting, you know, that, that the Heat only does have one natural true point guard on the roster. And I was looking, you know, to just to see who was available, just out of curiosity. There's some interesting names that are available. Um, not saying that I'm interested in them, but just names. So like a John Wall is available, George Hill's available, Austin Rivers, um, you know, all all capable players, all capable players, but I don't know, just just throwing it out there. Mike V, the, the Brooklyn Nets, it, it, everybody's been speculating that the Brooklyn Nets will probably move on from Spencer Dinwiddie. And that was back when they were playing decent. Now that the wheels have kind of fallen off for the Brooklyn Nets and they're in a really rough patch and I, I, they probably won't even make the playoffs at this point if they keep going the way they are, Spencer Dinwiddie's probably going to get traded away. I think Spencer Dinwiddie would be a steal for the Miami Heat. If yes. they land Spencer Dinwiddie somehow and don't have to get rid of uh, an uh, uh, an actual important piece to this team, yeah. I, and I, I'm not, I am not being Thomas Bryant in a second round pick. Sure, I, I, and, I don't think and, anybody wants Thomas Bryant, but and, I, a, and a family a, a pack of apoyo tropical. No? <laughs> <laughs> I think that they'll take anything because they just want anything back. Because Spencer Dinwiddie, he doesn't want to be there because he doesn't want to be there for a losing season. And if you can get Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm not being hyperbolic when I say I think he could be the difference between uh, an early exit in the playoffs or an extended uh, run in the playoffs. He helped like Luka get to the Western Conference Finals just a couple of years ago. I like him. He's a player who can get his own shot when needed, and I think that is vital in this league. Uh, you know, And if you, you already have that in Tyler Hero, you already have that in Jimmy Butler, if you can add a third person to that especially a long guard that he, he is long he can, he can defend very long he can defend one to four possibly even five at some points so the way that the heat play in their defense where they're switching all the time and they like to play zone again you're right he fits com- like um, like perfectly in but I- i'm only down for like a thomas bryant like and like i said a second round pick and some points of got chicken N- nothing more than that I don't know. I, I think that him running the point here as a backup or even as a starter over Kyle Lowry, I think would be deadly if the Heat were to manage to get that going. I'll throw in six months worth of lacrosse. I mean, don't disrespect Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie yeah. is a baller. What do you think? 
No, no, I what just do don't want to get rid of my my team. You know. Yeah, I gotta get rid of. Maybe get rid of like a draft pick or something. Yeah, I'm in, I'm down for that. What do you What do you think about that? About about Tyler Hero playing point guard Italy, Jeff? What do you think about that move? I mean, I kind of I agree with Daniel and Solana about the like we're just gonna play play players all the way around. Spolstra likes to change it up all the time. He likes to fit players where well, when we're desperate and when we're needed to make a change. Uh, I like Hero's aggressiveness. He's very good. He, he he takes chances all the time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. He's gonna do it. He can go in the zone. He can go in the pocket really well. But the thing is. I do think we do need another guy in here because Daniel brought up a good point about Lowry. If that's your only sole guy, I really would like Dinwiddie and I really would like Murray from the Hawks. I really like Murray a lot. I know he's not everyone's favorite, but I think he would fit in the, in the Heat system. But, but that, that someone, would take a lot. That would take a lot. I, exactly. That That's the only thing. But also I do like what uh, Adrian said about uh, Sikam, Sikam from uh, Rhea Knight with Lowry. Is Siakam. I, that would be good too. I like all three of those options. Austin Rivers isn't a bad pickup. He's not a bad pickup. He's young. He's still young. He plays pretty good defense. He's he's more of a traditional point guard. You know, I think Austin Rivers would be a a pretty good fit, especially on the temp. He seems like a guy that would fall into the heat culture deal. Snort it all up, baby, with that Pollo Tropical meal pack. Well, speaking of snorting heat culture... Uh, over the last week and a half, two weeks, Nikolai Jovic has really come into his own here. He's starting at the four play next to Bam. I think he had a really good game against OKC, even though it kind of goes under the radar because of the fact that they lost. But I think he's really come into his own. And I know that uh, a couple weeks ago, he did like a, a Serbian interview or something where like everybody feels like he was misquoted. that He's complaining about not playing. Whether it, it happened or not, he's playing now. And I think that defensively, he still lacks. But offensively, yeah. the way he gets a rebound, and yeah. he do, he's, he's not Kevin Love looking for the outlet pass. He's taking that ball and going down the court. And right. him and Jaime running the transition, man, yes. like, it, it, it's something that you're not used to seeing from this Heat team. Over the last few years, the Heat right. aren't a transition team. They play, I, I think it's like the slowest ball of any team in the league. But... Jokic Jovic gets that rebound, transition. Jaime, transition. Like, this team is really looking lucid, and I'm really excited for what Jovic brings. Um, what do you think of what you've seen from Jovic, uh, Italy? He he has really grown. Like, I, I love how tall he is, too, because a lot of you need a lot of height in the NBA nowadays. And for his position, ball I, love, I, I, I love the height. I love how aggressive he is. He either looks to score or look to pass. That's what the aggressiveness that I like from him. And that's honestly, it's a little bit of Jimmy. Because Jimmy taking him under his wing a lot, and he's grown up w- with that. Take him out to dinner, whatever you do with him. But overall, I, I like what I see. And I know, I know the defense. I know his defense is not that great, but that's coachable. I do like what I see. I can also see him being a trade piece eventually. I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. I want to make that very clear. I don't want it to happen, but – I do like what I'm seeing from Jokic. But that, that's that's a very and, – and I don't blame you because I feel the same way a lot of times also, right? But I feel like as as fans, we rationally want to hold on to these players even though we can get a better return because we're like, but he's our guy. But let me tell yeah. you something. If, if Donovan Mitchell becomes available and they're like, yeah, you got to give us a first-round pick in Jovic, hey, 
it was a cool two weeks, three weeks, but uh, we're gonna get <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, you know. So I, I get it, I get it. Chris, what do you think about the great white hype, Nikolai Jovich? Well, let me tell you, I, 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 last episode I said we got to keep anyone that's a Jovich, a Jokic, a Bovich, a Movich, <laughs> anybody with that oh kind God. of last name needs itch. to be on the roster. Anybody with an itch in their name, they need to stay in a Heat jersey. But I think that this point that uh, that Mike V is bringing up is that he'd be good for a trade. I think that that would be the ideal thing, right? You build this guy. In, in powders of all kind of heat culture and then sell him off to the highest bidder, you know? Well, I, to your point of heat culture, real quick, Chris, the thing with him was that he wasn't very physical, right? Now, there was a game, I forgot if it was the Rockets game or the OKC game, he ended up with eight rebounds. Like, I know it's not a big deal, yeah. but he's banging on the boards. His thing is that he's not physical, so he can't play. But if he starts banging for the boards and starts playing a little bigger to his size yeah. – there goes the heat culture because no team develops young talent like the Miami, like the Miami heat. heat. And yep. I'm going to get into that a little later also about a different subject. But and, and, Chris, you can roll your eyes all you want. There's no team that develops players like the Miami Heat. And once they leave here, they do not play up to the par as when they were playing on the Miami Heat. There was a report going around that there's some teams that are now hesitant to try and sign these developed Miami Heat players because once they leave this culture, they don't produce the same or they get injured. Look at Gabe Vincent. Well, Can't throw on a jersey. He's always in streetwear. And wasn't Max Struess injured for a little bit, right? They're not keeping down their body weight. It's that heat culture. <laughs> it's that heat cocaine. It. I, love, I, I love that. I don't got to say it. I don't got to say it because Danny's saying it for me, man. Like, like it's, it's just starting to get ingrained. He's already wearing heat jerseys. I've like, been wearing heat jerseys I'm loving for years, it, bro. Poppy. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. No, no, but on the show, this is the first time you wear oh, a heat jersey oh, on the oh, show. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm loving it. I saw somebody, <laughs> you know, mention something about Dragic. So he did – he retired, Ooh, you know, so I, I want to – you know, I just want to, uh, you know, throw it out there. You know, I love Dragic. So, uh, you know, he had a great uh, great career. Yeah, I definitely. think that he I, – I don't think he gets enough credit for that 2020 run. Absolutely. No, he doesn't. The other thing about Jovic, so – in person, well, Adrian has a thing. great suggestion. He has to move, live with Haslam for a few weeks. He'll toughen <laughs> right up, dude. I will tell you, between what I saw from him last year and this year, it's like he ate himself twice. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's yeah. not a. It, it's not a joke. He's no, no, huge. He is like his legs are like mammoth tree stumps now. Before, but like when he first got here, he looked like Tayshawn Prince. Yeah, it was ins- it's insane. So I-, I don't know what he's doing or what Pat's feeding him, but I love everything that they've done with this young kid, and I think the sky <laughs> is the limit for him. And I know that m- I agree with Mike B. Could they be showcasing him for a possible as trade bait? Maybe. I wouldn't put it past the Heat. You know, well, I don't. I, I don't look. think that they would do something like that. Showcase. Like, I don't think Spo would do that, like, to, 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 to then trade him. Yeah. But yeah. it could lead to that because he's playing so well. You know what I mean? He could lead to Absolutely. end up being trade bait. All right. Uh, and we're going to get into the trade talk in a sec. But before we do, uh, I did want to talk about the fact that the Heat are 21 and 16. Oh, where are they in the in the rankings right now? Because it's like one loss and all of a sudden you drop down uh, like uh, a million spots. 
At the moment, they are the seventh seed. They are the seventh seed, and they are uh, a we were number two four games last and week, and yeah. they're two and a half. But they're only two and a half games from the third seed, so they're really yeah. crunched in there. The Eastern Conference, but they've managed to hold their own without Jimmy Butler. My yeah. question to you guys is, how long can they keep this up? Because I'm starting to get concerned. Jimmy Butler was talking a couple of days ago. He was being interviewed, and he said when he initially got hurt, he thought it was going to be worse than it really was. So that's usually a good thing. But he says that he currently can't run or jump without pain. And he's been out for a while now. Are you starting to get concerned, uh, Italy, that Jimmy might not be back soon? Yeah, and I thought I would never say that because of how deep this team and the culture I, I, I am I am concerned. I, I really am. I think it's he holds the glue. I said it in the first episode when you asked me that question, Jimmy's the glue. And it's only gonna be a matter of time where I think we might have to make a trade. But I still believe in this team. I still love this team, but it is getting a little scary. Yeah, I mean he 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 said, I don't give a crap about these single awards. I want the, the main thing. So obviously right. it's not bad enough for you, like, oh my god, he's not gonna be back for the playoffs or anything like that. But no, like I that, mean but- but seeding in the East is tight right now, and you're going to start mm. – if you keep losing games, you're going to fall really far behind. Solana, how you Always. feeling about Jimmy? Hey, man. I mean, Jimmy's Jimmy's going to be Jimmy. I was actually texting with a, a buddy of mine during the game yesterday, and he's like, uh, you know, Jimmy's missing out again. And I'm like, yeah, man, he's got, a, you know, his calf or whatever. He's like, oh, he doesn't play the regular season anyways. And and I don't I don't disagree. Uh, you know, as long as the Heat can, can just get in like they did last year – Right. Yeah. A, a team get that to the dance. To play against. So yeah. you just need to get into the tournament and then, you know, it's a flip of a coin every single round. And so I'm, you know, clearly the Heat are willing to bet on Spo, uh, you know, with the contract extension they gave him. I'm willing to bet on Spo. Um, so, hey, I'm all in, man. I'm all in. Chris, do you think this team without Jimmy can avoid falling to the ninth or tenth seed? I think that they could still maintain within the top eight seeds. Without Jimmy, I think it's possible. I think it's going to be cutting it close. You know, then I mean, just I was just looking over at the standings. I mean, you got you got the Pacers that are a couple games ahead of them. You got the Bucks and the Celtics. They're remaining at the top. The Knicks just went on a five game winning streak. They're right above them. Um I there's do literally, think that they, there's literally one game separating the fourth seed and the eighth seed. One yeah. game in the third, in the so, third seed, because Sixers only got twenty three. I think I think that they can be able to maintain within the top eight seeds. I mean, but they they're gonna need hell, like a hell of a a, a large amount of contribution from other players, and a, and a move has to be made. Absolutely, if there's no move made and Jimmy's down, then there might be trouble. Solana, do you so. agree? I, do you think there needs to be a trade? No, no, I don't think there needs to be a trade. I mean, the Heat beat the Warriors. The Heat beat the 76ers. They beat the No, Hawks. not a trade. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, um, uh, a pickup. I'm sorry. They need to pick oh, someone okay, up yeah. in order to, like, at, yeah. at the point guard position, somebody that can be able to develop the play for them. Well, I mean, look, yeah. they can go to the buyout market. That's how they got Kevin Love last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's not going to be until, until you know, late March. February, early March. So. Right. Uh, you know, I don't think that the Heat are going to want to wait that long for somebody if Jimmy's going to be out until then. I don't, I don't, I don't think he will be, um, yeah. and, and I hope he's not. But 
are you know are we worried as Heat fans? Absolutely. Uh, for Jimmy, yeah. not for the team. I'm I'm not worried for the for the team at all. Ooh, this is a okay. good point right here by Mike V yeah, saying, uh, depending on who they pick up, will tell you how hurt Jimmy Butler is. That's yep. a good point. Yeah, very good point. That is true. So we all Martin. believe that, that that Jimmy's a dog and that he's going to be back. Now let's say everybody gets healthy. So we got a healthy squad of Miami Heat players. My question to you is: Generally, Spo runs about a nine-man rotation. Who's losing their minutes? If everybody's healthy, because you have Tyler Hero, he's playing. Bam is playing. Jimmy's playing. Jaime is probably playing. Lowry's playing. Love is playing. Robinson's playing. So at that point, we still have Jay Rich, Highsmith, Caleb Martin, uh, and Jovich. Those four are fighting for possible two spots. Is Jovich going to lose his minutes once Jimmy and everybody gets back healthy? Solana, what do you say? I don't know. I don't I, I don't I don't know who's gonna lose their minutes. Uh, I think it's gonna be more of a situational thing. And I, I, I think Spo has proven that in the past uh, with who he's played in certain situations. So it's gonna be more of who they play. Maybe you'll see a Jovich over a love based on you know a matchup. Maybe you yeah. might even see a Thomas Bryant over both of them based on right. a matchup. Uh, right. you might even see I know you shook your head, but you might have it's might true have though, to, depending it's on who true. it is. Or Orlando no. Robinson. I, I don't know. I'm just saying you might need a big in that sense. Uh, and th they might go to one of them. So Sometimes uh, they like to line up small, too. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So, exactly. So, I mean, you, you, you just never know with Spo. And uh, that, that, that's a pretty good tagline. You never know with Spo. I think that Kevin Love is going to lose some minutes. Because I feel like Kevin Love is not that great defensively. And Kevin, really Kevin Love slow. has been playing pretty well this year, though. He has, he has, but he's I basically our it, backup center at this point. Yeah, yeah, but I think, I think playing the small ball, I think it fits well for the Heat because it takes a lot of teams out of their sort of comfort zone. Because when a lot of teams have the cliche like two, three big, heavy men on the court, and then you're playing against a team that's playing small ball with you it really sort of disrupts the, the rhythm of the opposing team. So that's what I think. If everybody gets healthy, what do you think about a starting lineup? And I'm just throwing this out there. Of Tyler Hero at the point, and you, got, you said you didn't like it, Solana. But let's say Tyler Hero at the point. Then you got um, Jaime at the two, Jimmy at the three, Jovic at the four, and Bam at the five. I mean, I'm I'm liking it. I'll take it. I, you know, I'll, I'll see. I'll yeah, see what they I mean, give it. What they give me. Look, I. I mean, it's I don't know. What about you, about. Italy? Do you like that? Do you like that? It's decent. I mean, I don't know if I'm in love with it, but I'm, it's decent. I always thought Highsmith would be the starting power forward, the, the starting so four I. on this team. So yeah, I. yeah. I know but, you two really, really wanted that. Yeah. But um, but his his three point shot hasn't been falling, and I don't know if if, if yeah. that's gonna gonna he kill him. He found it last night. He found it last yeah. night. What yeah. do you guys think about what do you think about Josh Richardson? Because can I answer? Can I answer the uh, the minutes yeah. one first? Sure, sure, go, yeah, go, go ahead. for it. Go for it. I, thought... I, I I think it's gonna be Jovich and Highsmith. I think, but also can I agree with Solana. Minutes? 
yeah, I think it's going to be Highsmith and Jovic. But I also do like what Solana saying because Spo always matches up people in different times and different situations. He likes to change things yeah. up all the time, especially in the playoffs last year and going into the NBA Finals. Like, he changed a lot of things up. I think going forward, I think he's just going to do matchups. Like, who's the best matchup? It's like the St. Louis Cardinals when in baseball. They he uh, uh, Tony LaRusso always played the best people that match up with the players he's facing against. I think that's exactly what Spo is. You might see that in the playoffs. Because last year, for example, Kevin Love and Bam didn't work in the regular season. Huh. Well, all of a sudden, they went up against the Bucks, and Brooke Lopez is slow ass, and Giannis, and they, they couldn't keep up right. with the, the small lineup. So in the playoffs, yeah. I could see that. But the regular season, I don't, I don't think I see that happening as much. Um, so two more things I wanted to get to. First, Coach Spo got his contract. Uh, and I love that that what, what's going on online, that the Heat waited until his divorce was final before they gave him the bag. <laughs> Chris... What are you thinking about Coach Spo's contract extension? I think that was a perfect timing for Coach Spo for sure. <laughs> and uh, and I think that I think look, I mean, as as much as I bag on the whole heat culture thing, and I do have to give respect where credit is due, and and Eric Spolstra is a hell of a coach, has made a, a good climb up in his career in the path that he's taken he's learned from a lot of good people not just uh you know everybody looks at pat riley but he also learned with mcadoo right i mean right. mcadoo has right. been, been in this business as both a player and and personnel on the side um he's he's met a lot of of great minds throughout the whole time so i think kudos to him he deserves it you know a lot of people i don't want to say a lot of people but many people don't give him credit for the championships that the, this team has won just because he had LeBron James, but like Eric Spolstra, like you got to balls up when you're, when you're coaching players like that, you know? So he deserved it. Get the bag. Perfect timing. Can't say anything else about that. What do you Solana. think? Italy? Oh, Italy. I'm sorry. Right. Italy. Go ahead. Move over. Popovich. Spo is coming. That's all I'm saying about that. He deserves it. It, it, nice. it, even with the even with the play, uh, players they've had over the years, like he started in the film room in the video yeah. department and worked his yeah. way up. There's no one that's had so much success and ever such a success story of yeah. doing that. I I Absolutely. love every every minute of it, and I how so funny with the divorce thing too. It's just so funny. It mm -hmm. all came full circle, but overall, I, I think he deserves it. Uh, overall, as a coach and just any fan of the, of the NBA. If you're not happy for Spo, it it what are you watching? Yeah. What about you, Solana? What do you think about about Spo getting that bag? I mean, I think he he deserved it. Uh, you know, like just like just like Italy said, you know, he he worked from the ground up and for, from the film room, and just like you said, work with great coaches, Bob McAdoo, Ron Rothstein, you know, Pat Riley, Stan Van Gundy. All great minds that he worked with uh, and for, uh, and he Ooh, even has he even about. has yeah he even has his disciples that have gone on to you know yes. to, to coach yes, in the yes. NBA like a David Fisdale uh, and a couple other guys uh, and there, there's guys like an Eric Glass who folks maybe don't know him and he was uh, he was a coach for the Sioux Falls Sky Force one year yeah. um, and 
again, so a, a lot of great, great names connected. <laughs> a lot of great names connected to Spo and um, just just a great overall person and a great overall, uh, you know, family guy and, and just team guy all around. So I couldn't be happier for him and, and the organization. And just so you know, like the, the fact that you mentioned coaching tree, the moment that you become one of the top parts of a coaching tree, you're the shit. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like whenever you well, talk about coaching trees. Yeah. 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 You were going to say, Danny? Yeah. I was going to say that I think that that's why he doesn't get enough credit. I think he doesn't because get enough he's credit not because, the he falls, because he falls under the Pat Riley shadow consistently. Correct. And yes. And I feel the, the Pat Riley shadow has become the heat culture. Like I feel like yes. people believe that Eric Spoelstra, even though it was with the Knicks first, is but. is succeeding under the <laughs> Heat culture, right? And I think that, I, I think that he finally got it. I think he got it last year when he made the run to the finals with that team, upsetting yes. Yes. team Absolutely. after team after team on that run to the finals. But yeah. before last year, I don't think Spo ever got the credit he deserved because of the LeBron titles, because of the culture, and Pat yes. Riley always getting the credit. Because let's be real. Constantly, Pat Riley, for some reason, was the only one getting credit for this team. Right. Yes, and yes. I, I think that last year he finally got that. But even with that said, I think what Coach Spo is doing this year, he I think he's like top three or four in the league of most missed games by his players, and yes. yet still we're five games over five hundred. We're one game behind the fourth seed in the East, and he's not getting any consideration as far as I've heard for Coach of the Year. He just doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Solana, are you going to add to that? Yeah, I just want to give a little cheese here. So I'm not going to get involved on the whole like Spo divorce or anything because I, I know some of the people involved. But uh, a little cheese there. You guys remember in 2010 uh, when folks started chanting, We want Riley? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I started that. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. So you're the asshole. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, bro. But I love Spo. So. Mad respect. Yeah. yeah, luckily, luckily they didn't listen to you. All right. Uh, so talking about 2010, I guess we'll finish off uh, with this before our predictions. There's been some word going around that some Heat scouts were out there scouting Bronny James. And, you know, that lead, that's a package deal right there. So, you know, that that means that maybe uh, number six is possibly on their way back to Miami, what would you guys say about a return from the King to Miami? He's willing to sign a contract and he's wearing the, you know, the, the red, black and white. Then I'm going to cheer for him. And if he's not, you can go to hell. All right. But give me, give me a, a, would you want him? Yeah. Why not? He's a fantastic player. Why not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right, that's, that's the question. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't watched enough of Bronny to know if I would want Bronny, but knowing that LeBron would come with him and what he brings, uh, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. LeBron kind of screwed us, screwed us once with uh, with uh, Shabazz with Napier. The two titles, so. actually, with the no, two no, titles with Shabazz and the Napier. Finals appearances Napier. with Shabazz <laughs> Napier. So ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Now, now well, I'm thinking I twice. I, I will tell you, look, to the point of Bronny James and not knowing if he's good or not, LeBron James is a smart guy. And he knows if there's any franchise that can develop his son, 
it is the Miami Heat. No team yeah. develops young talent like the Miami <sighs> Heat. And LeBron James knows that. So I promise you that LeBron James has that in the back of his mind. It's like, if I can get to Miami again and bring Bronny and they can develop my son, I promise you he'll, he'll get developed here better than he will anywhere else. Now, if he is an absolute stud all on his own and top five, top ten pick, I don't know, then maybe he doesn't need that. But everything I've heard, I haven't heard that Bronny is going to be predicted to be a, a top lottery pick. The Miami Heat can get the most out of Bronny James, and I'm sure LeBron knows that. So although it's just like little, you know, you're hearing little things here and there, I think that those whispers might get a little louder as time moves on, and I'm all for it, man. I already got the jersey on. I'm ready. Chris, what do you hey, think but, about LeBron James? Yeah, you, guys you were going to say the Bronny James jersey. I was going to ask you guys. You guys going to buy the Bronny James jersey? No, the Bronny James, not. But I'll, I'll rock the Kings. I listen. Let me tell you something. I think. Imagine that pressure, though. Like you kind of suck, or you're not in any level to be drafted, but you get drafted because you're LeBron James's son. And then oh, the yeah. worst part is, is like. He's going to get drafted because teams know he's part of the package deal. So, like, he's going to get drafted. I mean, look at this. Our team's Adrian gonna is reach, perfect. Chris, our team's going to reach for, for him just because. If they can get LeBron with the package deal? Are you fucking That's kidding a, me? Well, Hell, like, yeah. Is, is Detroit, is Detroit picking? Is, is Detroit it, picking? Oh, a, no, <laughs> no, nobody's reaching. Nah, nah, no, they're not reaching that far. <laughs> yeah. Now, now no. I do think I do think that with uh, with Bronny coming over, I think it would be great for LeBron James to reunite with the Heat. Um, yeah. I would love to see him play with Jimmy Butler. Uh, yeah. I think that that would be fiery and fantastic. No pun intended with the fiery situation. Well, I think that but, I think that's the best part is that LeBron has a player option this year, so he could just yeah. opt out and be a free agent. And he could be like, you know yeah. what? I just want to play with the Heat. I got my money. I'll take a smaller deal. Beach. And all of a sudden, you know how we're talking about, oh, we don't want Donovan Mitchell because we don't want to give up these pieces. We don't want this guy. LeBron James could literally come and be added to this team and just keep everybody that we currently have. Could you imagine this team with LeBron James? For five bucks? <laughs> right. Let's get it done is what I'm saying. Italy. What do you think, Italy? I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. I mean, it. I I think Braun's got Bronny's got potential. Every player comes under. They got potential. As long Chris and Daniel bring up great points, especially with the culture, like that would be great. But if LeBron James comes back, great. If he doesn't, it is what it is. I do like this team, but I I think there's other pieces I would like. But right now, I'm just indifferent. Lonnie, you gonna add that. something? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm all in. Like, I'll I, again. I told you, I'll take Bron. I'll take Bronny, Bron. I'll buy the Bron. If I have to buy the Bronny jersey to get Bron here, I'll do it. <laughs> and then Mike V said, "I'd rather take Shaq and the general combo." Woo! Now we're talking, <laughs> baby. Now we're that talking. Daytime TV, Mari Povich stuff. <laughs> Uh, and look, Adrian brings up a great point. The ticket prices will skyrocket because when LeBron Absolutely. came this year with, with the Lakers, I remember my brother, he's like, I want to see LeBron one last time. And he, I forget how much he spent, but he spent a pretty penny because the tickets for that game were expensive. Because you don't know how many times yeah. LeBron is going to come back. Sometimes he comes down here. Most of the time he doesn't play. So, um, yes, if he comes back, those ticket prices are for sure going to skyrocket, even if he's 40 years old. 
Yeah. All right. Well, let's. It's time to close this out. As we do every episode, we close it out with predictions for the following week. From here until January 18th, when we record the next time next Thursday, we are playing four games. Yeah. We are at home hosting the Magic tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Then we are at home hosting the Charlotte Hornets on Sunday. And we are on the road in Brooklyn to play the Brooklyn Nets on Monday. And then we finish off the, the next four games in Toronto playing the Raptors on Wednesday night. So I'll start with Italy. Those four games, how do you think we come out? Uh, um, I think I think we will go one and three. We'll win one game. Wow. Okay. Oh shit. Oh, we got oh, a we got a, a, a wow. Italy Jet yeah. this week. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. It's been a rough week. It's wow. been a rough 2024 for Italy Jets so far. You can tell. <laughs> Oh man. I was gonna uh, go. I was gonna go the counter on that. I was gonna go, they're gonna go three and one. I feel well, like three yeah, well, and one would be fair. Adrian Adrian agrees with you, three yep. and one. Mike V saying two and two. Uh Chris said three and one. Solana, you are the ultimate optimist, sometimes to your own detriment. What are you thinking? Yeah. I was gonna say three and one. That was off the top of my head. I was gonna say three and one. And yeah. and funny, funny enough. I think they lose to the to the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Mozzarella. You know what? The the Brooklyn Nets are currently in Paris. So talk about a long road trip. They're currently playing in Paris. Uh, I don't know. I think that might be the first no, game they, back. I think they already played. Yeah, they played today. They played, they yeah. lost to the Cleveland. They lost to yeah. Cleveland. But I think that that might be the first game back uh, against Miami at home. So. That's the first game after a, a long trip. I, I don't see the Nets beating the, the Miami Heat. The Nets are, are a shit show right now. The Raptors aren't much good. The Hornets suck. The only game here in question, I think that uh, I think is the Orlando Magic game, but because it's at home, I think they could take that also. So I could see three and one if they lose to the Magic, but I, I'm thinking actually four and zero. Oh. I that's think the they one have we're gonna really... win. That's, that's I the think one they... I think we're gonna win. And then you think we'll drop to the three scrubs? I think so. Okay. I just have this gut uh, feeling. I'm going I'm going four and oh. And look, after those four games, we have Atlanta, which is crap. Then we have Orlando in Orlando. That's a tough one. Then you have the Grizzlies. I think John Morant's out for the year. Of, I'm not even thinking about that right now. Then you got <laughs> the Celtics, right. the and Knicks. No, I mean at this point, okay. at this point, at this point, Danny's not even taking a key bump anymore. He's taking yeah, a whole. He's just he's going like six games out now. He's like well, six games it. out now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, but let's not forget. The, I, hey, they play the Knicks, the Suns, well, and then they that, play the Kings. Well, that, that's what hey, I was going to say. Chris. They have Shut to up, take Chris. advantage of the of the Shut next up, five Chris. games, because after the next five games, they have the Magic in Orlando, then they have the Grizzlies, the Celtics, the Knicks, the Suns the Kings, and then they have a soft game against the Wizards, but then they got the Clippers and then the Magic again, and they have the Celtics soon after that, then the Bucks, the Sixers. The schedule is going to get really difficult after the next five games. So 4-0 would be ideal to give enough of a cushion because if Jimmy's not healthy and you got this tough part of the schedule coming up, it's looking scary. So for sure, I'm banking 4-0, and I hope I'm right 3-1 at worst. And if, if Italy Jet is correct and it's one and three, uh, it, it's going to be a rough go from here to the All Star break. Chris, you want to say agree, something? No, no, no. That's it. Yeah. That's, oh, uh, okay. 
Put the house uh, on I'm, it. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that January 27th game against the Knicks. I am looking sure. forward to that. I, I'm really hoping that I can be able to scrunch out enough money so I can be able to go see that game at the Garden. Hmm. And, what, the uh, Mecca? Yeah, nice. at the Mecca, baby. But I, I got I to gotta make some money moves. So we got to see. We got to see. Look, and, nice, uh, and Adrian said he thinks we lose one from the Nets or the Raptors. So much like Italy, he thinks that we're going to fall uh, to one of the, the, the sorry teams. Uh, it's possible. It happens for sure. Ja going to record another live stream with a Glock and get suspended again. Actually, I think Ja got, I think Ja got injured and he might be out for the year. I think I, I, think I saw that somewhere. He yeah, yeah. So. He's out, he tore he tore his labrum. He's gonna have surgery. Yeah, so he's he's out for the year already. So he's gonna be toting glots all over the place because he ain't got nothing better to do. Uh, Italy. Final thoughts. I'd like to give a shout out to Mr. Harold Miner. How you doing? Oh, oh baby Jordan. Hey, baby, baby Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Jordan. Uh, Chris, final thoughts? John Sally. Ooh, John Sally. Nah, I'm looking forward to Solanas. Uh, really, man? James Ennis. Oh, my God. That's a recent one, too, no? Yeah. This guy, Rando Bando. All right, and I guess I'll join in. Uh, I'll give you Keith Atkins. Oh, my Ooh. God. Early small forward slash power Askins forward. number two. Woof. Yeah, yes. it's been a great show, Joe Anthony. It's been a very good show. Oh, Sean oh, Leonard, Sean Leonard, right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Well, nice. it, uh, for the giveaway that we uh, we've been talking about, uh, we're finally going to give that out next week on uh, next week's show. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Uh, we're going to go through all the subscribers, and uh, you got to comment who you are taking to the game just so we can get uh, your name down on the comment section so we know what name to put in the giveaway, right? Because we're going to actually do a randomizer that's going to pick, but we need your name. So subscribe and then put who you're bringing to the game in the comment section, and uh, we're going to give that away next week's episode, episode number 14 on January 18th. Um, and I, th- I guess that's it. We, we almost right under an hour. So if you are listening on, ra- uh, on audio, on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave us a five-star comment, review, all that other good stuff. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, share. If you want to be part of the giveaway, please like, subscribe, especially share. And for those of you that joined us in the comments, as always, you guys are the best part. We appreciate you hanging out with us for the last hour, talking some heat culture as much as Chris hates it. And um, hopefully we see uh, Bronny James on the heat next year. Yeah? I don't know. You right. comment Sasha Danilovich. You might win the tickets. Ooh. So what, uh, Alan Hogg? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that is. All right. Until the next one, have a good one.